You parents out there deserve more time to yourselves than ever. Take this chance to sit back, relax with us as we discuss the latest topics and trends. I'm Michelle, a proud mama and also a boss mom. I'll be your host today on Mom's Time Out. Thanks so much for stopping by. Hey everyone, thanks for joining. We're speaking with Tomi. She's the founder and leader behind One Young Wife, a community organization that strives specifically to empower young wives to find strength, confidence, and respect and peace in their first years of marriage. We're so excited to speak with her. Thanks for joining and stay tuned. Tomi, how's your day going today? We're so happy you're joining us. Oh, thank you so much, Michelle. My day's been going well. Yeah, it's been, I've I've had a good day today. Perfect. Well, we're so excited to talk to you about One Young Wife. Can you tell us what inspired you to start that? Uh, Oh, man, long story. So I, I got married pretty young and I was definitely very, very naive. Um, I, I was raised really like um, growing up, I was raised in a very, Christiany, Christiany raised to power 10 home, really. Uh, my dad was a pastor. My mom was a teacher. And so I didn't really, I wasn't exposed to a lot of things. So by the time I got married, I thought, because I'm good, as long as I did not do this and this before getting married, I think I should be good and married. And I got into it and realized that, oh my goodness, this is way more than I thought. Uh, I started realizing all the things about me that, I, I could have fixed before marriage or I could have actually worked on or even be aware of before getting married. So I, I remember one night we've just we've just had a really, really bad disagreement. So frustrated with myself. Like how come I keep like I keep doing this wrong? I, I don't know how to do this right. I used to um as 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 a nurse, I'm actually a registered nurse by trade, I'm used to a lot of direct and supervising and controlling and but I and 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 I'm children, um. So it made it made it really hard being at home and trying to be all of that to my spouse too and controlling and I'm like yeah that did, that that definitely did not work well. So I needed to get to a point where I had to figure out another way around who to who to, who is tell me beyond everything that she needs to be responsible for. Um I had to find my own confidence. I had to find self-respect and self-esteem, confidence and how to communicate in a way that's not I grew up in a traditional, like typical, um, very, very African home as well. And it was my dad says yes, my mom says yes. Like there's there's really no too much conversation about it. But I knew that that was their kind of marriage. But I wanted another kind of marriage. I wanted a marriage where friendship would be at the base of it. And um, I had this picture. I, I would always tell people I had this picture of all the pretty flowers in my marriage, the flower of friendship, the of of um of understanding of communication and and all these beautiful flowers but uh, I was I was going into marriage thinking all of that would just automatically just spring up after some after a while right um I I, I really didn't understand the concept behind having to actually intentionally plant those seeds and then nurture it so that 
super frustrated about all these flowers that I'm not seeing in my marriage. And I I re, I, re, I remember just telling God, God, I really have option B. And I call I called it the student plan for me. But way before I got married, um, I was telling myself that as soon as I get a chance to, that I was going to go serve in Sudan or not to not Sudan. I just wanted to go serve outside of the country missionary nurse so in my mind I, I would always tell myself that if this marriage doesn't work out I'm just gonna go I'm just gonna go with my Sudan plan I would go be a missionary nurse and my parents leaves all the way in Eustain and I leave about um nine eight hours away from them so it's gonna take them a while before they figure out my marriage did not work out but that night though I, I my closet just crying not just crying I was wailing because I was just sad that okay God you you I am I'm a very exceptional person I've done everything that you've entrusted in me well but I just can't get this respect and how to show love thing right I just I just don't know how to do it and after just wailing I remember getting up from from the closet and I wore the robe I wore on my wedding day I remember going back to bed and just waking up with a different sense of there's hope and that night I realized that um I know it's easier said than done but my Sudan plan is really not an option I have to find a way to make this work so I did um I remember waking up that morning and just just like okay God I know you're going to teach me what I am missing because I can't I can't figure it out I know I'm missing something that would make me better in this but I, I know I have to do better so what what came to my mind and I up up, up until now I think that was just God I, I I narrowed down things I I wasn't doing well um, and I bowed it all the way down to respect how to show love and how to um, and how to be respectful in my words and not be very rude. Um, so I then went online and literally typed that word into Amazon and trying to figure out books that would help me in that area. And sincerely speaking, between 12 months from that day, I read about 24 books or 20 to 24 books. I never get that number, right? 20 to 24 books on marriage and self-respect and confidence self-esteem just everything I could lay my hands on and I started to get better and I thought man I bet there are other young wives out there that are um they're not there's no abuse or violence or or infidelity going on in their marriage but they're just struggling they're just getting they've just gotten to that point where they cannot um they cannot merge their lives with their new spouse or new partner so I started to um I started the page it was night after wedding anniversary um started the page and i started to um post things that i was learning and that was too and that was it that was it. i started posting and other women and other wives i guess they were able to relate with my struggle i stayed on behind for about four for about four years because I wasn't confident in what I know or what I did not know. But now I've gotten to a point where I know what I do not know and um, I know what I know um, and I'm confident in, in myself, flaws and all. And that was how we started. We went from 30 followers to 119, I think 190,000. That's where we're at right now. And we also have a community of um, women um, on WhatsApp, um, about maybe 500 of them in different groups, um, just kind of doing life together. Um, and we also have counselors in the back end that um, you can talk to if uh, life is just um, throwing you some hard cuffed ball. And that's it. That's how I got started. That's why I'm here. 
That's great. That's great. So what signs, speaking of, you know, women and sort of acknowledging where they are and what kind of help, what signs in marriage should a woman, a wife look for? Kind of like a red flag that, okay, maybe this is a little toxic. Maybe I do need to reach out to Tommy and, and work together. You know what? Um, I read uh, one of the books I read. It's um, by Dr. Emerson e- Etheridge. I'm sure I'm ruining that last name, uh, but it's E-M-E-R-S-O-N. It's called Love and Respect. Uh, and one of the things it described in the book is uh, the goodwilled spouse. So this is the, the, the spouse who, even though things are going crazy, but they intentionally care. They're a good person at heart. They will not intentionally like, like just do something to harm you. They're, the way he described it in that book is just, it's not a perfect spouse, but a spouse who at heart just truly deeply cares about the marriage and about what's going on. Um, the other hand, um, of course, there are spouses that you should be worried about. And if things, if you're seeing things like that in your marriage, you should be concerned. Um, I have uh, four things that I say. This, these are the big deals. And there are some other things that goes behind that. But if you're in a marriage and if you're in a marriage where infidelity is just, is just right there, is in your face or even behind the scene, there's something not right about it. You need to talk to a professional counselor um you, you you need to talk to somebody I this is well let me let me kind of back up a little bit so let me tell you three things that I know that if you think you're in a marriage that might be toxic um the three things I know you can do one you got I am a Jesus person so I'll tell you to go talk to God about it right I'll tell you to go talk to God about it grow your faith the second thing is I want you to be a part of a community a community of other women going through the same thing so you can learn from people that done life that way and they can tell you what you need to do better moving forward and what you're currently doing the third thing is to talk to a licensed professional counselor there's I I was just I just posted a video on the page one of wife recently or actually just today and I was saying how you have to um it's it's almost ludicrous right to try to build a house in a storm it's almost insane to intentionally try to take maybe swimming classes while you're drowning or try to or or try to learn how to use your life jacket while your while your sheep is just about to just fall off or come apart so it's always best to learn what you need to learn and do what you need to do in order to prepare for those hard days before things get hard so talking to a licensed professional counselor is something i would always advise and another thing is i want you to talk to a neutral party um the neutral party is somebody that doesn't know a lot about you or doesn't really know a lot about your husband as well and you can just tell them what's going on and they can come in and say you know what I don't know you as much. I don't know your husband as much. But from a third party's view, just a neutral person, this is what you need to do. Um, that's also very Now, let's roll it back to things or signs to worry about if you're in a toxic relationship. I would worry about infidelity. Um, if there are times that the other partner would make it obvious, if they're making it obvious, that means you're, yeah, it's, they don't respect you enough to, um, to, um, to do the right thing. That's, that's just what I'm saying. Another thing is violence. 
any any violence of any kind, verbal or or physical, and then of course abuse, verbal and emotional abuse. We have to worry about that. Um, those are my trend uh, of I'm talking about adultery and addiction. That's another thing you should worry about. If you're in a marriage where addiction, any kind of addiction is taking is stealing the joy and the peace in your marriage, you have to worry about that. I also read another book by uh, Mel Gibson. No. Not Mel Gibson, Mel Robbins. I think it's Mel Robbins. And, and it's called Take Control of Your Life. I know it sounds like a self-help book, but on, on the inside, it's it's way beyond that. It's so deep. And she literally spoke with other people, um, or not just wives, but even uh, and even men, going through different things in their life. And she literally therapeutically walk them through what they need to do and help them dig deeper into what's going on, what they need to kind of keep an eye on. And um, dealing with addiction and toxicity, those are the things she also, she mentioned some of those things in the book. Um, I would say if you have those traits in your marriage, those things I've just mentioned, um, um, if you're not too sure still, talk to a neutral party. And um, if that neutral party is a really good neutral party, they'll point you in the right direction, which for me is usually you need to go talk to a licensed professional counselor about it. Fantastic. Good points. So while we wrap up here, can you leave us with a good mantra, an inspirational mantra that gets you through and that can help other young couples out as well? Um, so, um, I do have a book and it's, um, again, just not trying to be preachy, but it's just my life. Um, whenever I read the Bible and I find something like a phrase or, or a word or a sentence that just kind of hypes me up and gives me like hope to get through the next moment, I just write it down. And I've, I now have like uh, almost a half page or not half page, a whole book almost filled with affirmations. And I'm working on a book for affirmations as well. But anyway, so when I, whenever I read these words, I just repeat it and tell, and tell myself all the time. Uh, one of the ones I literally just landed on today is um, it's, it's in Isaiah 10, uh, Isaiah 23 by verse 10. And it's um, overflow your land. There's no longer anything restraining you. Literally, that's what that's what it says. Overflow your land. There's nothing. There's no longer anything restraining you. So if you're if you're married, whatever it is that you have going on, know that God is giving you the permission to overflow your land. There's nothing restraining you. If there's something restraining you, then you need to go talk to any, somebody about it. Um, what if it's one of those A's I mentioned: adultery, addiction, or or violence, or um, what's what's that other here? Abuse. Then there's something restraining you because you're supposed to be over overflowing your land mentally financially and physically um so yes that's that's what i want you to keep at the back of my mind that god at the back of your mind that god is giving you the permission to overflow your land and there's there's no longer anything restraining you so if there's something restraining you that's that's definitely um something you need to talk to somebody about great well on that note we'll end it we appreciate your time today thanks for joining and have a beautiful day and you too. Have a great day. Bye. That's all for today. Thank you for listening to Mom's Time Out. Please come back next week for more engaging conversations. If you enjoyed our podcast today, please share and let your friends know. To learn more, check us out on IrvineMomsNetwork.com. We appreciate you and we'll talk to you soon. 